What's up, Buttercups? It's Nate with another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Tony, and we did a little bit of personal Q&A, went over some news and notes in the NFL that have been happening this offseason. We did a little bit of a divisional draft where we drafted one player from each team of the NFC West to make up a fantasy team to take into the season. So that's kind of interesting, kind of screwed ourselves with some of the rules that I implemented like while we were doing the draft. Be sure to check that out. Let us know what you think there. We'll be posting a poll on our Twitter and Instagram page at Pod, where you can rate and rank our team and then tell us what you would have done in the comments or anything like that as well here within like the next 24 hours. So be sure to go check that out. We also did a little bit of start bench cut with some of uh, the notable quarterbacks within the NFL and left you off with the banger of the week. For reference, some of this stuff is out, not outdated, but there's something with one of the NFL news and knows that's outdated with the Sam Darnold trade. So this episode was actually recorded on March 28th, just doing a bunch of stuff that put the edit behind schedule. Yeah, be sure to go check out Tony's podcast, 58 West King. It's wherever the fuck you're listening to this at. Just go down and just scroll down in the show notes and look, check that out. Uh, you can click it right there. It's all hyperlinked. And if you want to go check out the video of this podcast, you can go check it out on YouTube at Taco Corp FFL. Be sure to subscribe and no- hit the notification thing. So you'll see whenever we get new videos out, um, looking to make a little bit of a push through the video way. Uh, it's just more engaging, feels better. So in the future, probably looking to do some more live streaming stuff with Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast to get more interaction while we are recording the podcast uh, prior to putting it out on audio. Anyways, Banger of the Week is awesome this week. Uh, Make sure you listen to the instructions that come along with Banger of the Week. Do it and then let us know what you think on Twitter or Instagram. Send us a note, maybe a little video of what ends up happening. So anyways, take care. Love you. Bye. Taco Court Fantasy Football League, episode 39. Check out our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at Taco Court Pod. Uh, you can like, subscribe, comment there. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you thought about this episode, what you want to hear out of us in the future. All that shit is linked below. So all you got to do is go click that. No need to go search. Episode 39, we're here with the host of Taco or not Taco Corp. We're here, obviously, with me, but we are here with the host of the 58 West King podcast and another league member of Taco Corp Fantasy Football League, Tony. How's it hanging? It's good. Low and to the left still. And you can also follow us at 58WKing Podcast on Twitter and IG if you're into that kind of thing. If you're into that kind of thing, that's good. Cope. And we are going to get back to some of the grassroots stuff here on this episode. We originally started this podcast for our league members to get to know each other as we're kind of spread across the globe as everybody's kind of moved around. So we'll do a little bit of a manager on manager segment where I will ask Tony a question, then he will ask me a question and we will both answer each question. So I'll start first with what would be your perfect day, Tony? Did you just want like an event or did you want me to tell you like the rundown for the entire day? Because I got a six partner if that's the case. Yeah, just whatever whatever All right. you envision All right. your perfect day being. I wake up, I jump in some gym clothes, and I get a workout in. It's good to get that out of the way. I always feel better when I do it. And 
I don't know, most people, they get home from work or they do it at lunch. But for me, if I wait for that, like some days I just won't do it because I'm lazy like that. So get the gym out of the way. That's part one. Part two, get home in time to have breakfast with the kids. Maybe sit down and watch some cartoons with them. Um, some of our recent ones, Clone Wars and Rebels. So I got them into Star Wars. One point for dad. Uh, we're also going to start Dragon Ball Z here. I got that queued up. So going to roll them into Dragon Ball Z. And then we'll do Dragon Ball later as a prequel. Next, hit an afternoon baseball game. I'm a baseball fan. If you can't tell, if you're listening, wearing a Dodger hat, same as Nate. So love day games. I'd like to catch that, feel the sun. Um, I'm in Colorado, so maybe drive up to Coors Field, catch the Dodgers in town playing the Rockies. doesn't really matter who who I go see. I've been with Trey um, Schleister. I think we watched like the Brewers when they were in town or the Reds. I forget, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, next up, make some pizza, so roll some dough. I post frequently on the Facebook and the Instagram do that with the family they like making the kids like making their own pizza my wife makes her pizza i make mine and it's just fun kind of making it better each time making small improvements i've taken some of your advice uh in the past and then after that we cap the night off for us with a movie preferably something marvel but i'll settle for that raya the dragon movie moana or whatever the animated flavor of the week is and then end the night with charlotte doing adult stuff so with the wife there and, you know, taking a look at our financials, taxes, staying up to date on our 401ks, maybe doing the dishes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Getting some yard work done. <laughs> Not that late. I don't want to piss off the neighbors. Checking out the 401k. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, for me, uh, kind of similar boat. I'll skip the workout, but be able to wake up early, watch the sunrise, you know, cook a breakfast. I, I enjoy cooking and especially breakfast. Breakfast is my jam when it comes to cooking. So probably something in the roots that I grew up in, which would be like potatoes, some beans, some eggs, you know, maybe a little bit of rice, eat it only with a tortilla, no fork spoons. So do something like that. Be able to go to the park, you know, and play with the kids a little bit, whether that be trying to see who can get higher on the swing. seems to be a current activity right now that we're dealing with. And I get really scared now. And for some reason I get really dizzy on a swing, just going back and forth. But, you know, go to the park, have some fun, throw the ball around a little bit, get ready have a little barbecue tailgate action, you know, about midday, you know, a little bit after lunch or something like that. And try to catch one of those evening, the twilight games for baseball. And that would, I would prefer to do it at Dodger stadium. Uh, take the kids, oh, yeah. me and the girls go to Dodger stadium for a, you know, I don't know, like a six, six fifteen start. So you get a little bit of sun and then the sun goes down, the night lights come on and all that kind of stuff. And then the homers start coming. So uh, you get to see the fireworks at night, a little bit of that be able to uh, walk on the field and walk in the outfield of Dodger stadium after would be a good thing. And then um, just heading on home and just kind of go to bed. I think that would be, you know, one of the funnest, funnest days for me. So how about you <clears throat> for a yeah. question? Yeah, that, that sounds like a lot of fun, but for me, we, we covered kind of the perfect day or a good day. So my question to you was what's the best way to turn a shitty day around. And then I have in my notes here, like you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you know, maybe you have some, some anxiety, depression, or whatever, like what techniques have you learned that can help a person kind of turn those shitty days into decent days or good days? Oh, uh, so I've dealt with this. So it's a, and a lot. So I've had times where I've spent like a week just not doing shit, you know, and um, really like a lot of it now is being able to notice that like, like, Hey, I'm not feeling right something's wrong. I don't want to get out of bed or God, I feel so sad or something like that. And it's literally just, I try to get up and just get outside, 
without headphones in, without any device, you know, if you have to take it with you, put it in like a little backpack or something like that so you don't feel it on your skin. Finding that if I I keep headphones in a lot, keep earbuds in a lot, I'm always listening to something and really just to kind of just unplug, listen to everything that's outside and around you and stuff and get, get a little bit of sun, do a little bit of that and then try to do a little bit of workout. It sounds weird, but for some reason it kind of just helps balance a little bit. So whether that be like a yoga, I really enjoy that because it's not as intense, I guess you would say, but it, it deals with a lot of the mind. It kind of takes your mind off of the things that are going on or whatever you're thinking about. So as opposed to trying to get something out of lifting, I guess you would say. I think a lot of times I, I can tend to like when you try to lift, it's like you're trying to take out your anger on your own body or your this is this. And it's not you're constantly thinking about whatever yeah. you're feeling mm-hmm. bad about that day. So those are kind of the things that I try to do there. Drinking water. I'm really bad at drinking water, but when I drink water, that tends to be something like, Hey, I'm going to get up and go get water, something like that. So making that a routine so that when you do have those days, it's like, I'm used to getting up, going, you know, downstairs or to the kitchen, wherever you're at and get some water and then get outside. Okay. Yeah. Yoga for me, that's a good one. It has that like meditation aspect to it. Don't do it enough. In fact, I think I only do it when we do fitness fest. So shame on me, which we got coming up here in another month. But another thing I found that helps is just having structure. Like, those times when I'm just kind of like in limbo waiting for the next thing, I, I find myself, I get in those holes, maybe a little more frequent, not severe, but I definitely notice them. So like, I just filled out my planner. I'm going on crew and like every single day in April and May is filled up with work, like working a crew job. I got Olivia and I got the kids softball and baseball leagues going and I'm in a softball league as well. So my, my schedule is packed and like, I feel pretty good about it. Like I have those things to kind of look forward to. Right. Uh, and I think we've talked about this about the fitness fest in the past. Like you wake up each day and you know you have something to do. You know you have people to be accountable to. So a few a few things that have kind of been helping me out. Yeah. All right. So we'll get into some uh, news and notes. Hopefully that last little segment helped a little someone else out. <clears throat> but we'll get into some NFL news and notes. A lot of things have happened since the last time we came on here and roasted the shit out of Wayne or not completing his sack of punishment of piercing his belly button. So we're going to go over a couple little things. We'll probably focus a little bit more on the quarterback position here, and then we'll hit a good one that we both will enjoy at the end here, Tony. So quarterback position, uh, the uneasy conversation around all of sports right now is Deshaun Watson involved in legalities over a dozen lawsuits filed against him right now. And he also doesn't want to play for the Texans. What are your thoughts on the Deshaun Watson incident? What do you think about Deshaun Watson going forward? And yeah, just kind of your thoughts on it. I hate talking about this stuff before like a case plays itself out. Mm -hmm. But Houston did sign Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I believe they traded for Ryan Finley, which I think you have an autograph uh, still up on eBay somewhere. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I think they're ready to move on. I I truly believe that. (laughs) Conspiracy might be a good one for Nate's questioning corner. But curious timing of all of these civil suits uh, against Watson, right? It comes after he says he doesn't want to play for him, trade me, et cetera, et cetera. So I think they're ready to move on. And like if this goes the way they want it to go and they get to void his contract or whatever, I mean, his draft equity or trade equity is gone. So I, I really don't understand it. Curious to see how it plays out. But kind of just hold judgment until that case is over. But yeah, with Tyrod being signed and then trading for Ryan Finley, 
I kind of see them ready to move on. Yep. I know I've, I've seen some of the things of people breaking down like, well, that lawyer you used to be neighbors with the old, you know, the owner's dad or something like that, you know, and there's all this stuff that you could piece together. You know, who knows what, what it really is. There seems to be some, you know, some people say there's some pretty good evidence. Some people say not, whatever. I don't see a point in the Texans being a part of something like that because all it does is hurt the Texans. Either right? way, like, yeah. They can't do it to actually hurt the person unless the things are accurate and they were hiding it and they knew or something like that. But who knows, you know, uh, because say things do come out and then it is what it is. Like they've tanked all of his, like you said, the trade capital that they could get for him, especially when the bears are offering like the next 10 years of a franchise to Seattle for Russell Wilson. Why wouldn't they do that with the Texans? So to smear a name thing that people are talking about smear campaigns and all this stuff. I don't, I don't believe it um, unless they're just trying to, Hey, we can void his contract, but he'll never play again. thing, Right. That's That's what I'm thinking. But it doesn't make any sense because that does nothing for the Texans either. When they well, can get three rounders, two starters, and all that kind of stuff, right? Why would you do something? Not a track like, record being run very well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to see how it plays out. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Sure. Interesting. Uh, next up, Carson Wentz is a Colt at the price of a 2021 third rounder. That is this year. And a 22... 2022 conditional second round pick going from the Eagles to the Colts. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's reunited with Frank Wright. So maybe it'll work out. I'm not sure if the talent is better there. They re-signed T.Y. Hilton. They have Pittman, who's kind of a young uh, wide receiver. Can he be the guy? I think that's to be seen. But I'm starting to feel like him and Goff were just products of kind of a changing league as it kind of shifted towards a passing league, right? Uh, New schemes with Sean McVay and Doug Peterson. And they had a ton of ton of success early on and they haven't really shown that progression that you want to see in those guys in like the third and the fourth years. So maybe the book's still to be written, but I don't, those guys aren't headed in the right direction. Uh, Goff and Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what, uh, having a, you know, one of the best offensive lines end up doing for you, you know, like the, the Colts do have probably the best offensive line in all of football. Probably them, the Browns are in there, you know, as far as pass and run protection. So, you know, We'll see how it goes. I don't know if he'll be a guy who gets drafted unless someone's trying to get cute, but it's probably a good like second quarterback if you're going to draft a second quarterback type of thing because mm-hmm. you know they do have the weapons, they have the balance, they have a solid defense. They're probably going to win a lot of games as long as he just doesn't you know turn the ball over and stuff like that. So yeah, and they got a pretty soft division minus Tennessee. So Tennessee, I think, is getting yeah. rid of cornerbacks. So that'll be nice for Wentz. Yeah. All right, next up, Andy Dalton signs a one-year contract with the Bears for $13 million. Your thoughts? <laughs> the Red Rocket is back, baby. Uh, dare right. I say an upgrade in Chicago. So with Andy Dalton, I think you kind of know what you're going to get. You have like a modest floor, and you have a low ceiling, but, I mean, he's competent. He's been, he, he started a lot of games, right? Mitch Trubisky's not good, so I see it as an upgrade for them. Not sexy, but an upgrade. I think the offensive coordinator that's there in Chicago was his offensive coordinator when he was in Cincinnati in like 2016 or something like that, when he was balling out pretty well. So maybe they have a little bit of chemistry there. Now I don't think it's going to hurt the team any more than it already did, you know, but a one-year deal when, you know, how does the rest of the team react when they were trying to give up so much for somebody else, you know, and then they bring this guy in, uh, but he's competent, you know, and he's a veteran, 
on a fairly, you know, minus Allen Robinson, the rest of the team's pretty young on the offensive side. So, um, you know, Cole Komet might be a thing in the fantasy fantasy space because those tight ends in Cincinnati were pretty pretty decent when Andy Dalton was there as well. So. Now you'd love that, wouldn't you? I would love it. <laughs> throw that one in there. Uh, Drew Brees retired. Your thoughts on Drew Brees retiring? He did. The writing was on the wall. They restructured his deal. They were like 60 mil or 70 mil over the cap. So I think Jameis will start. Going to go ahead and call that now. I looked at his contract. He's got $7 million in incentives. So he's got a reason to play well. And then both he and Taysom have a base salary of one mil in 2021. I think they're still going to use Taysom as that gadget guy. I think Sean Payton really loves that. So going with Jace, uh, Jameis in 2021. Yeah, I think so too. I don't, you know, we talked about on your podcast, 58 West King about contracts and things like that before. Yeah. And I kind of hate the fact that they're able to just say like, Hey, we're going to restructure this, right? Like Drew Brees is do this much money. And it's like, Hey, he's going to restructure for the veteran mil- minimum and then get out of here. Right. Yeah. Um, to help the team and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, no, you committed to this, right? Like this was your piss poor planning and you should yeah. have to try to navigate it. You know, it is what it is, but yeah, I think, I think it'd be a shame if Jameis wasn't the starting quarterback yeah. as opposed to Taysom Hill, but who freaking knows, right? Like, Jameis didn't play last year, and they were trying to make the playoffs, right, while Drew Brees was out. And it'd really be a shame for a guy like Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Like, Alvin yeah. Kamara didn't catch any balls um, when Taysom Hill was playing or anything like that. So, yeah, it'll be, be interesting to see. But bye, Drew Brees. Is he top 10 uh, to you? Top 10, easy, yeah. Five. Yeah. That'd be tough with only the one Super Bowl. Yeah. That'd be tough. But top ten outside the top five. And then it's debatable. Yep, yep, yep. All right. This last week, a couple of days ago, the biggest trade of the offseason probably happened. And the 49ers, Dolphins, and Eagles did a little bit of it. Uh, the 49ers get the number three overall in this year's draft. The Dolphins get the number 12 overall or got the number 12 overall from the Niners, a 2021 third rounder. That's this year, 2022 and 2023 first rounders out of the Niners. Then the Dolphins sit there and send that number 12 and a 20, a fourth rounder this year to the Eagles for a sixth overall this year and a fifth rounder this year and a first next year. Holy bananas. It's a lot of numbers. Basically, the Niners moved up to three. The Jet, uh, the Dolphins moved back to twelve. Traded with the Eagles, got up to six. I think anyone who loves trading, anyone who's in like Dynasty or plays Madden, they loved it. I loved it, and I think it kind of revealed um, kind of the intent for these three teams. I see the 49ers all in for a quarterback. I see Miami; they're going to stick with Tua, and then Philly is going to go ahead and give Hurts a shot, at least in 2021, uh, to start a quarterback. And then Miami and Philly both give themselves a little bit of flexibility with that draft capital going forward to pivot if they need to at the position. Yep. Who do you think the Niners are going after there at three? Because you imagine that Trevor's going number one, and then you have guys like Justin Fields, uh, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Trey Lance. Yeah, I think consensus is if Zach Wilson is there, he'll go at three if the Jets don't take him, if if they trade or whatever. Um, but if they do take him, I think Trey Lance is what the consensus is currently. Could change, yeah. but that's that's who I would guess if I put money on it. 
I think they went up me thinking it like they were at Zach Wilson's pro day during the trade, right? Um, they make the trade during that time frame when he's throwing gets announced. I think it was a thing there. I don't feel like the Jets are going to go take quarterback at number two. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are. And I think they're waiting for another team to come and be able to make a deal. But part of me thinks that they're going to go after, you know, left tackle or something like that right there. I think there's a, there's one like massive dude who's like, yeah, it's like a Swell or something like that. Yeah. 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 I think they're going to do that. And I think having the ties with the Niners coaching staff and Sala, who's the, now the Jets head coach, right. And saying, Hey, I'm sticking with Sam. Because we have way too many other problems here. You, your old coach, you know, who's in the NFC, so you don't have to worry about, you know, selling the secrets in the farm or something like that. Wait, He's a quarterback a guru, right? Shanahan's a quarterback guru, guru, and like, hey, Sam can play, which I think a lot of people think that Sam can play, but there's literally nothing around him. No, no line, no wide receiver, no, like nothing. So I think they got an inside. This is my own conspiracies that they got an insight that they're not going to sit there and take a quarterback there and they are going to take Zach Wilson. That's my thoughts, but we'll see there. And Trey, in final Trey, reason, Trey Lance it is. Or Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance. I don't know. People say Mac Jones too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I one thing I do know, I don't think Justin Fields is that guy. Justin Fields, yeah. Yeah. I, agree. I think sorry, Trey Matt. He was like consensus number two for a long time, and all of a sudden he kind of just dropped off, and nobody's really like, like no, yeah, not just a field. I think he has his pro day here, or he had it yesterday, or a couple days or something like that. So we'll see. In the best news of, you know, since our last time podcasting, a guy named Alexander Soto, Soto, Alexander Soto, a Dodger fan, and the CEO of Pantone Two Ninety Four, which is, you know, if you. Went to the first banger of the week, Pantone Blue, right? It's a shade of blue. Pantone 294 is the actual shade of color for Dodger Blue. But that club is a large uh, Dodgers fan club that they ended up buying a billboard across the street from Fenway, and it said, Dear Boston, thank you for Mookie Betts. Sincerely, Dodgers fans and Pantone 294. Your thoughts? Uh, I think it was a terrible trade on Boston's part. I mean, as a leader, top five player in baseball, I don't know, top 10 at worst. Gave us a World Series. Might give us more. We'll see what happens. But in that trade, they gave us Mookie Betts, David Price, and Cash. I didn't find the actual totals for that, but they gave us that for Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and Connor Wong. Uh, Verdugo's solid. The dude's serviceable. He hit 308 last year, six home runs, 15 RBIs. And strikeout rate of 20%, which is phenomenal. I think the worst team in baseball strikes out at about 28%. But as far as those prospects, Jeter Downs and Connor Wong, Jeter Downs is their number two prospect, I think. And Connor Wong is like buried in the depth chart. So they might not even see that dude um, come up in the majors ever. So, yeah, I think we won that trade easily. Yeah, definitely. I don't know how I feel about putting up a billboard outside, you know. Um, But, hey, it's Boston, whatever. So, um, it's a weird flex, but it's yeah. been a while since the Dodgers have won a World Series. Yeah. And Boston may have done a little shenanigans to win their own World Series against the Dodgers as well. So Joey Cora, he's not mm-hmm. suspect at all. Nope, not at all. Anyways, hey, you got kids. 
Does it ever get really stressful when you are, um, you know, you got waking up early, getting them ready, getting you ready, trying to get to work, getting back, picking them up, getting dinners ready and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's stressful every day. Absolutely. Definitely. So, you know, if you're ever looking for a little bit of break and a little bit of help on those times, um, obviously you're married. So maybe this isn't a thing unless you guys are into that kind of stuff. But uh, I encourage you to check out a website called bangasitter.com. So bangasitter.com is a great service where your babysitter will you'll hire your babysitter. You get to swipe left, right, pick one out, whatever one you kind of like. And you can see all their credentials and um, their attributes right there on your own phone screen. And, and then they'll come over. And they'll they'll take the load off you for the day. And then as you come home, uh, your kids are there and you're ready and they're kind of fed. Their dinner's ready and everything like that. You can kind of relax and have a good time with your kids. And then you put them to bed and your babysitter will come back and take your, another load off of you for the night and give you a little nightcap and then come back in the morning for another one. So uh, encourage everybody to go check out bangasitter.com. Use promo code TACO for 31% off your first three months. That is promo code TACO, bangasitter.com, 31% off of your first three months. Yes, you only pay 69%. Nice. Are also, we sure this isn't a thing yet? Uh, no yeah. one knew about Ashley Madison, but that was a thing. This might be a thing. Yeah. Have you looked into it? The IP is still free. So it's still out there. So, okay. uh, yeah, definitely incognito browse that uh, every time I put together a show plan. So, all right. So we are obviously a podcast revolved around a fantasy football league. I like drafting. You like drafting, Tony? It's my favorite thing to do. I play a lot of best ball just so I can draft. Just so you can draft. I know Brandon, he, Brandon, our current champion for 2020, is a big mock drafter. He complains about it every single year about getting in these mock drafts on ESPN and everybody gets out of them after two, three rounds. Yep. Uh, you'll see his bitch fest over a month and a half. And then someone else will finally jump in like, yeah, I'm having the same thing. And it's usually like a guy like Wayne or something like that. Or, yeah. you know, somebody who's just mock drafting against people who don't you know, care to mock draft. So. Uh, we're going to start doing drafts on this show. So in our first draft, what we're going to do is we are going to put together a team containing one skill position player from each team of a division. And seeing that you and me are both NFC West fans, you being a Rams fan and I'm a Niner fan, we're going to start with the NFC West. So what we will do is I will flip a coin here in a bit. Each of us will pick one position from each tier, quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, but it'll work just like a draft. So you can pick any position that you want that you know you feel gives you an advantage and then what we will do after is we will post a poll on our twitter and our instagram at taco court pod that will you know let you guys the listeners tell us who you think won give us comments and feedback on what you how you thought it went where we screwed up where we went right and why nate is better than tony at drafting that was a mouthful anyways we're gonna flip a coin so you got blue or black side tony you get to pick the side Blue. Blue. I don't even know how to flip a coin. I think it's been, I don't need, when's the last time you flipped a coin? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. Well, it did flip. It's blue. So Tony gets the first overall pick. And with the first overall pick in our inaugural divisional draft of the NFC West, Tony with the first pick selects. I know who I want, but it depends on how we're doing this. Is it any position? Like I could start with running backs, quarterback, doesn't matter. That is correct. So you okay. can pick any position right. first. You just can only pick one position. Yeah. One player per position, and they have to, and you can only use one team. Okay. 
So we do have to use uh, every team. Okay, gotcha. Okay, well, give me George Kittle. That's too easy. That's uh, a huge uh, positional advantage. Yep, and I don't think I need to speak to the statistics. Yeah, that was yeah. definitely the number one overall. And I should have left the coin because I saw it before you did. And I should have like flipped it as I went <laughs> up and then showed you for the Kittle yep. trade. So anyways, I don't have to pick a tight end till last. So um, yeah, I think in my number one um, at the at the one, two spot, I am going to, oh, this one's hard. I am going to select. I'm going to select Cam Akers, running back, Los Angeles Rams. That's good. That's good because that was the only player from that team that I had written down. So I'm at the pivot later. Yeah, I like that with tight end, and now I'm like that with tight end because my other one was Higby. Yeah. Now I can't use them. So, all right, with yeah. the two one okay. spot, who you got? All right, next up, I got the tight end. Got the positional advantage there. I think I'm going to take the positional advantage at wide receiver as well and go with DeAndre Hopkins from Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins. So you have now a 49er and a Cardinal, DeAndre Hopkins there. That's good. So now I know that I can – now I'm trying to do a little bit of game theory stuff here, and it's going – I don't know how it's going to work out. Um, I didn't factor this in. I didn't fully understand the rules when I was – uh, game planning, so yeah, we're gonna. Have to and I don't here. think I even, I don't even think I said it correctly at the beginning, and I threw that at the end, and it's really screwing me right now because yeah, you I'm. Painted, you painted us into a corner. Thanks. Yeah, because now I'm gonna have to find out whoever the second tight end is for the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> so with my second pick, I am going. Oh, now you can't pick him, but I could screw you. See, like, oh, you son uh, of a I could. Um, don't do it. So you have a 49er and a Cardinal, so you can't take Kyler. But if I take Russ, I can't take DK. Right. That sucks. Yep. All right, I'm going to take... Who do I have? I have Cam Akers. I'm going to just take yeah. Kyler at quarterback. Kyler. I'm going to take okay. Kyler at quarterback. That's a good choice. That leaves you DK. So nothing wrong with yeah. Kyler. Top five, you got the rushing floor. That's solid. You couldn't pick them anyways, but there's really not like an advantage around there. No. Okay. So what pick number is this? So now you are your third pick, and you have a tight end from the Niners yeah. and a wide receiver from the Cardinals. Okay. So I will go. You already took my running back, you son of a bitch. So I'll go Chris Carson with Seattle. Mm, that's good. Hey, Chris Carson. That's and that leaves me Stafford. So, yep. Nothing wrong with Stafford that. There. So now I have to pick between DK or a Niner wide receiver. I don't even know who's the tight end in um, Seattle. I don't even know who in Seattle. Gisley, uh, like, they have Gerald Everett. I don't know if Olsen is still playing. They had a bunch, but I'm not sure what they've narrowed it down to. I kind of have to take one of those. I feel like to balance, like, do I just kill that position? But you're so strong there. So, oh, I can't take a second tight end with the Niners. So, yeah. Who I'm even going is it? To... Jordan, is it Jordan Reed? <laughs> <laughs> they all, they're all hurt. 
So, um, yeah. yeah, I'll take <sighs> Disley Everett. Disley Everett. I'm going to. <sighs> I think Everett gives you more upside, and Disley gives you a little more of a floor. That's you know what I'm going to do? I'm I'm actually going to take DK Metcalf. I'm going to take DK Metcalf, and then I'm going to have to find out who the second second um, tight end is for the Niners. I should probably know that. Seeing that I care about the Niners winning, but I'm not big in the fandom. So, all right. So all I right, have Matt Stafford. I have George Kittle from San Francisco. I have DeAndre Hopkins from Arizona. I took Chris Carson from Seattle at running back. So I have to take the Rams. And if Johnny Wolford would have added me on LinkedIn. In. My request has been sitting in his inbox for like three months now since he started. Um, I would draft him here, but he hasn't accepted. He's not my friend on LinkedIn. He hasn't connected with me, so I got to go with Matt Stafford, which I'm fine with. Late round quarterback guy here, anyways. I'll take it. So I think I am going. So they have Ross Dwelly, and then they also have Charlie Warner, who I think is also from Iowa, but he doesn't get a lot of run. So I will go with. <sighs> tight end. Well, I did not play this good. Ross Dwelly for the Niners tight end. So I am sitting with Dwelly tight end, DK, Cam Akers, and Kyler. How's it feel to come in second place in your own draft? So what I have to do is make up a difference with Cam Akers, Chris Carson, and Kyler Stafford to make up for the fact that I'm down 20 points a week to Kittle. Hopefully the Russian floor is there with uh, with old Kyler. How do you feel about that? I feel good. I feel like you made up this game because you and Matt couldn't beat me at the game we play on 58 West King. And so, like, what I feel like is this is going to turn into a different game next time I'm on, just so you guys can try and put me in the the, uh, the loss column. Yeah, that might have been that might have been uh, one of the motivation behind it, and I ultimately failed without a good strategy on what I was going to do with the Niners. I should have picked. <laughs> I should have instead of I, I, I liked it. I liked it, and I dig the rules. So I'm, I'm looking forward to you doing more of these for sure. So my thing was is that I'm I'm a Cam Akers believer. I drafted him in every league this last year, and I really, literally, when I made my list of running backs, the first person I put down was Mostert and Chase Edmonds, mm-hmm. and that was going to be my guys. And I was like, oh, Cam Akers, and it screwed me because I should have went with a tight end from there in Higby. Yeah. All right, lesson learned, lesson learned. All right, some start bench cut. So I have a start bench cut for you, uh, trying to be a little bit more family friendly, you know, post our, even though we got bangasitter.com as a sponsor of the podcast. Um, but using a start bench cut mentality with a couple quarterbacks here. So quarterbacks going into 2021 season, where they are right now as who they are. Start bench cut, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. I love this, all these. I love all these guys. I could start any one of them, honestly. Real football. Yeah, real football. I could start any one of them. I think with the age and the cap hit, the contract's not there. I think it might be like a two-year deal, maybe a three-year deal. So I'm not going to have a lot of dead cap space if I cut Tom Brady. So I know he's the goat, but he's like 63 years old. So I, I got to part ways with him. Bench. I wish it was a trade because I don't want to bench either one of Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes. Like that's just ridiculous, but Oh damn, this is, this is terrible. 
I think you start Patrick Mahomes. You can't not. And then, yeah, you bench Russell Wilson. Why you bench Russell Wilson, I don't know. But that those are my choices. Starting Mahomes, cutting Tom Brady the GOAT. Sorry, Tom. And then I'm going to go ahead and bench Russell Wilson. I don't like any of those choices. They all they all feel weird. Yeah. Except the Mahomes feel, one. That just that makes sense. I feel like I'd start Mahomes. I'd start Mahomes. I would bench Brady. And then I'd probably cut Russ. Why? Why are you gonna cut? Why are you gonna cut Russell Wilson? I'm not gonna cut Tom Brady. <laughs> guy's forty something years old and just won a Super Bowl, <laughs> and sure. and got his entire team back. You know, which who knows if that's good or not? I don't know. You know, but Russell Wilson, he's married, right? We know that he posts on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, constantly. Uh, he's right with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and you know he's not going to any massage parlors, so you don't have to deal with that. Tom Brady is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And <laughs> <I'll play it. laughs> Before we get into the last segment of the show, be sure to go check out Tony's podcast at 58 West King Podcast. That's also linked down here in the show notes as well. So you can just go click it, whether you're an Apple user, which you should be, and you can just get it on Apple Podcast. Or if you're lame and you need to get to Spotify, go there. That's down there for you to click on. Go ahead and follow them at 58 West King Podcast. Those links are all down there too for Twitter and Instagram as well. And check out his show. A lot of funny stuff. About twice as many episodes as we got here on the Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. Him and his co-host Matt Graham. And they are co-commissioners of that league. Do a pretty good job of putting together shows. Making it entertaining. Giving you some nostalgia. Joking around a little bit. And talking about real men of genius. And now, before we close up the show, we're going to do a segment that we do every single week, which is Banger of the Week. And this Banger of the Week takes us back to the year 1982. 1982 had Joe Montana lead the 49ers to win a Super Bowl over the Cardinals, or not the Cardinals, the Cincinnati Bengals, 26-21. to 21. Cal Ripken Jr. played his first of what would become a record-breaking 2,632 consecutive games for the Baltimore Orioles. Pete Rose broke the record for plate appearances at 13,941. The St. Louis Cardinals beat the Milwaukee Brewers four games to three for the World Series. The Lakers beat the Sixers four games to two for the NBA Finals. James Worthy, Sam Perkins, and Michael Jordan led the Tar Heels to beat Patrick Ewing's Georgetown Hoyas 63 to 62 to win the Men's National Championship. That was the beginning of Michael Jordan owning Patrick Ewing in basketball as every Knicks fan can attest to. And if you're a real Knicks fan, you should really hate Michael Jordan. And just some sports facts from 1982 when this song was released. Anyways, uh, before we start the song, if you have a significant other, I want you to go grab your significant other's hand. Tony, you can stay seated and do this when you listen to it again later on. Uh, (laughs) And go grab your significant other's hand and then resume the podcast to start the song, you will dance. You and your partner will be able to smile, have a good time. And it is a song that is played at many of wedding, at least the weddings that I go to, which are OG weddings, because I only go to OG weddings. I don't go to the square weddings. And I think I've been to literally three weddings in my entire life. So they were just all fun. And we listen to this genre of music. Uh, if you are single and ready to mingle and you're out in public listening to this with your ear pods on or something like that, take them out. Go find somebody you're attracted to and say, hey, listen to this real quick. 
and then go ahead and start play. The song of the week, banger of the week, is Outstanding by the Gap Band. Enjoy. Love you. Bye. So 
outstanding. <laughs> Good. Girl, you want me? Okay, cool. Woo! That was I did fun. have a, a, I did have some advice if you wanted to plug it at the end or at the beginning. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you because that was going really smoothly. <laughs> but one of the benefits of, you know, we're in COVID, we've been living it. I just got back from California. They're still dealing with mass everywhere. Uh, New Mexico, I went south. So New Mexico, like the capacity for a lot of the restaurants is still um, 50, 25%. You couldn't even go in and eat. Like it, it was ridiculous. drive through lines were long. But one of the benefits of these COVID protocols is that we have to wear masks. And while wearing a mask, you can conceal the smell of alcohol in your breath. If you're at work, you're welcome. I've never even thought about that. Boom. That's right. Or bad breath. You know, you got halitosis. Uh, you're out of orbit. You don't have gum. No problem. COVID protocols have you covered. Yeah. Or if you are just trying to uh, budget really tight and, you know, you're, you're coming close up on rent and you don't want to go get, you know, a little bit of floss and some toothpaste or anything like that, or your toothbrush broke or whatever it is, just don't brush your teeth. Um, you know, maybe the mouthwash. You know, who cares? Deal with a little bit of bacteria and you got a mask to sit there and protect you from everybody. Exactly. Or it's a mustache march and you don't want to, you don't want people saying this thing. Yep. Or last week I had a pimp, last week I had a pimple right here under, under my oh, lip yeah. area. It was freaking terrible. Yeah. But I was able to let it just stay big and white because I could keep my mask on at work. Right? Yeah. yeah. You let it get into like one of those states where like you get home, you pop it and it just explodes in the mirror. Right. Yeah. So you, can hear it. you can hear it. You can feel it and you can see it. Those are the three things that if a zit gets to that state, like I'm in, give it Definitely. to me. And yeah. COVID is letting that happen to us because around the mouth, things are real tight. Yep. Good point. So if, you're, so if you are having a bad day, right, and you feel like you woke up on the wrong side of the bed a little bit this morning and you don't want to go work out, go get a go get a glass of water, step outside and unplug a little bit and hear nature or something like that, throw your mask on and be like, I'm not brushing my teeth today. And you're just sticking it to everybody else around you. I don't know. I don't know what it's like to smell your badass breath, though. So that's probably kind of bad. But That's actually one of the downsides to COVID and the mask. Like, if you have bad breath, like, it's staying in yeah. there. And yeah. that shit's going right in your nose, right? So that's one of the downsides. So you should probably still brush your teeth for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. Why do we even have teeth? Why do we have teeth when you're like 75 and they're probably just going to give you fake ones anyways? It yeah. seems like such a waste. Like I should be, you know, once my big ones come in, I'm like 13 years old or something like that. They're all grown in. Rip them out. Give me the dentures and we'll let's move on. Yeah, you just throw it in the, the water or whatever that cleans them and sanitizes them. Yeah. I don't know. What do they use? Like Alka-Seltzer? No. I feel like they my use Alka-Seltzer tablet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. That or baking. I think it's baking soda, right? Baking soda, yeah. Bacon soda. I got I bacon soda. I think we're both wrong. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not pine tar. So. <laughs>